quack, 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 quack. Classic, the Mighty Ducks, five minutes at a time. I'm like, and I have an in studio guest in studio with me, uh, Kyle. I have my regular co host, Kyle, from Clerks Minute and Boy Retro Cast. Kyle, how you doing today? I'm tired, actually. Yes, I know. Um, for those who don't know, the only time I can get Kyle a lot of times on my recording schedule is right after work, uh. and he works overnights, and we record in the morning, so he's uh. a little tired this morning. So, a little, <laughs> so let's um, let's get right into things before we, he falls asleep. On the air, yeah. which a little hit behind the scenes that has happened once. Yeah. <laughs> I edited it out, but it has happened once before. <laughs> Clerks minute. So the, the, don't I joke about that, but it has happened. So let's do this. All right, um, let's get into the Mighty Ducks, and you've come in at a weird moment. Just to another thing behind the scenes. Originally, I had Kyle lined up for a different time in the movie. I actually had you lining up coming in with Dad. I was gonna have a like, three-person booth here. Yeah. I had a guest scheduled this week. DisneyPowerPressing.net, but he was way too busy to watch the movie again, and he just didn't want to do something he wasn't 100% sure of, so I'm like, I have an open spot, so I asked you if you wanted to jump in early, okay. and here we are. And please be aware, I have not seen this movie in years. So. That's fine. Nobody really, a lot of people haven't. Well, people jumping on have not, so not, not a big deal. <laughs> not a big deal. But coming in, do you have a history with this movie? I remember seeing it as a kid, loving it, and... God, I haven't seen that in years. Seriously, that, it hasn't been that long. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool then. Well, we'll get into things. And you're coming in at a fun time. We're in the middle of... We're literally... We start with one game, and we end this five-minute sequence with a different game. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird how this works, you know? But we start off with the end of the Hawks game, which we had a crazy time with last show, because there's no logic in hockey in this movie at all. There's zero logic in this movie. Like, oh my god, it's ridiculous. You're expecting logic from an Emilio Estevez comedy? Well, it's, it's a hockey thing, and they have to follow some rules, but there is no hockey logic in, in this Hawks game. It's bad. I, I See, for those wondering, I haven't, I've looked ahead just to make, my, make, make a 
lineup for everybody to know, but I haven't watched it in detail yet. So later on in the movie, I wonder if the Hawks game at the end of the game is as ridiculous as this one is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it, although, yeah, expecting logic from this movie is like expecting, expecting like Mike to actually follow actual NF NBA, NBA rules and regulations and that. Touche. Touche. I'll give you that one. But we've been having fun with the lack of any consistency of rules in this yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get into all that as we go along here. But the my, But I do like here, because we were talking about earlier in, in the earlier in the show about Gordon having this PTSD thing with Coach Riley, where it's like every time you look at Coach Riley, he has these flashbacks yeah. of like the horrible time he had, horrible life, like the horrible flashbacks in the beginning of the movie that we dealt with, and the fact that when Coach Riley is talking to the Hawks and he starts talking about if you can't you can't um, do you can't win big, and Gordon actually stands there and actually says the mantra with him. And I'm like, whoa, that's just weird. I'm like, wow. Well, then again, just then again, the coach is played by Lane Smith. You'd, yes. be, you'd be scared of him too. No, yeah, true. Yeah. But it's more like a hypnotic thing. It's like yeah. I, I've said this so many times in my life. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, he uh, heads a cult on the side. Yeah, at this point, it feels like it, though. With this Hawks team, it does feel like it. It's like, wow, they're they're. I understand they win and they win and they win, but wow. This <laughs> is it, it like the Scientology of hockey. So we get back to the game, and poor Goldberg didn't get a chance. Yeah. Has no defense, and it's a five on zero. Then again, he's a kid who's also scared of getting hit by high, getting hit. At by this point in the movie, you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> also, right. I think at this point, anybody would be terrified of getting hit by a hockey puck at high speed. At this point, we're absolutely right. But ironically, I find it funny because I'm like, oh, I got I got this, the movie on split screen, and the funny part about this goal, they're going so slow. It's hysterical how slow they're actually moving. They know it's gonna go in anyway. It's going at half speed. It's actually really funny. So at that point, the game becomes now it's 15 nothing Hawks, which is a ridiculous score. I'm sorry, I watch Olympic hockey games that are lopsided, like USA versus Latvia games that have not been this lopsided. Yeah. <laughs> we cut to Gordon, he's taking some aspirin, which I always find funny when they have the coach taking something at the bench. Yeah. And any sport movie, any movie who does that, it makes me laugh. Well, well let's be honest, he's caught for it. He was uh, put in here because he was driving while intoxicated. Yes. He can't very well have booze at the end. <laughs> very true. Very, very, that's a valid point. Although, let's be honest, if it, let's be honest, at this point of the movie, with how bad they're playing, I would have gone past beer, past scotch, right right next to vodka and Red Bull. <laughs> well, this is the first game he's coached for them. That's even yeah. crazier. This is their first game. So, I was in a coach. Yeah. So, it's like, wow, he's really seeing how bad they are. Yeah. <laughs> this is terrible. Screw vodka. I'm going straight to pure, going straight to pure rubbing alcohol. And then the next thing we see is um, Goldberg just give up. He just gave up, took his pads off, threw them down on the ice, and I'm like, oh my god. Well, when your entire purpose to be in there is to be, you know, a target for hockey puck. And he's not wearing padding. He's not wearing full goal gear at this point either. He's not. He's got so, about several layers of padding, but they're not pads. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played. <laughs> And I do love the fact that they cut to the team. This continues the whole thing with this team. That they're a team, but not really. They're not really a team yet. Because the logic here is, Connie's like, I'm so embarrassed. And the next comment is, we need a new goalie. I'm like, how many of you need to play goal? How many so, they're play? Kind of, so they're kind of like the Avengers pre-Coulson death. Yes, exactly. Good call. Very nice comparison. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. So, the final score was 17-0 Hawks. 
Wow! Well, the solution is obvious. Bring in Clark Gregg, kill him off, and then ha have them rally around him. I don't think it would have the same same visual. And they don't they don't do they don't, they don't do death in this franchise until like the third movie. Yeah. They don't do a death in this franchise yeah. until then, which is crazy when you think about that. Yeah. It turned out to be almost as important as almost as important as Coulson in the third movie. Yeah. So, so there you go. Oh, so that's what that does. That's very funny, actually. Yeah. All right, um, back to the Hawks bench where Coach Riley just doesn't care. It's like, it's 17 nothing. One more thing, any other coach, 17 nothing would be fantastic, amazing. Yeah. Not against District 5. Well, that would be well, that would be uh, fantastic and amazing against, say, the Devils. Yeah, but against District 5, who are awful. I, I One thing to note about Coach Riley, he's such a dick. Like, he really is such a dick because his next statement is, anyone can beat these kids. The team is right there! Yes. To his credit, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but wow. <laughs> the Oogie Loves could take these kids True. on and win. So he gets on them for having a lousy third period. Apparently, they apparently only scored, what, four goals in the third period? <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Yeah. And um, Banks set a new Hawk record. That's it. Which he just, which he just adds as an afterthought. Yeah, but the best part is, it's not explained what the record is. Like, like and if you just sit in the side comment, new record and goals. Like, just say that. Nothing, any details. Don't think of a number. Just say that, and that's it. We're good. Excuse me. Well, you said new Hawks record for suckage. Like, for what? Like, for what? What's the record? Like, what did you do? Like, there were 17 goals. Did you get like 10 of them? And that's the record. Like, that's impressive as hell if it is. But I'm just Excuse me. And welcome to the Mighty Ducks match game. For for sentence, you set a new Hawks record for blank. Charles Olson Riley. <laughs> well, the, the thing was, I know earlier earlier they were talking about how Gordon was the best player in their history, and now you have Banks, who is now the best player. Yeah. That's great. Well, did he break a Gordon record? Like, is that the big deal? Was he, did he want to say that loud because that Gordon hurt him? Like, yeah. like, is there a point to this? Like, I can almost see. Him saying that loud so Gordy can hear that. Yeah. Like, I can see that as a thing. It's a new record for how many flashbacks he'll have after being under his tutelage. <laughs> we already had, by the way, legitimately four flashbacks to the, to, to the, to the end of to the, the, the shootout, the missed the miss, um, miss, um, penalty shot. Four! We're 25 minutes into this movie! Like, it's ridiculous how many flashbacks we have already. Well, as you've learned from Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, you have to pad whenever you can. Well, this movie you don't, but I get what your point. I and, get your point. Say, and Bank will go 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 back to Banks in his bedroom at home. Home, you know, you have the end playing by the doors. Him having flashbacks. <laughs> the arena. I can't believe I'm still in the arena. Okay, I was talking to you. You make fun of that show all the time. You get all the time. I don't blame you. I can't blame you whatsoever for that. The funny part about that show. There's a joke um, on soap operas. Yeah. On soap operas, they, they, five day a week soap operas, that they will pad out a five minute scene over two weeks. Like, they will literally do that on soap operas. Like, it's hysterical. How they, and they make fun of it now. They actually openly make fun of it on other shows now. Yeah. They make fun of it on Friends a lot of times, but Days of Our Lives stuff. They make the. Um, Some of the novellas do it too, but at least you have the over the top. And, they're, all, and they're open about it. And they're open about it. Yeah. Like they're, they're not hiding the fact that they're doing it on purpose. And doubly you know? so, you get the over the top acting to enjoy as well. Exactly. Which, which completely made Jane Diversion a, 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 a show. Yeah. But um, in Yu Gi Oh! I understand what they're doing. Yeah. 
Like, I get it. You got to pad for a week. You got to do one of these one of these games that's got to last a week. And I understand that for the for the logic of a television show. Like, they didn't have Power Rangers. But they used to like, pad out these stories for no reason to make a pie part of it. And I get it. At least they had things happen. Yeah. <laughs> the one move takes literally ten minutes. <laughs> literally ten minutes. And about nine point and about nine point nine 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 percent of that minute, about ninety nine point nine nine percent of that minute will be spent explaining what the move is. Explaining the move. Explaining the card. Explaining the history behind the card. And here's the last time I played this card. Like two this episodes is a, this ago. Is a, it's there's a reason I call this show people explaining shits. The series. <laughs> the best part about that. No. I actually watched one. He plays a card, and then he explains the meaning of the card. For those who don't know, I understand that logic because I, I, I always say on a podcast or on TV, someone can be their first episode. Yeah. I get that. Enough Netflix, a different world, but yeah. when they first shared, I get yeah. it. But then they have to explain the card, and they explain some big history with the meaning of the card, and then show them playing the card in three different places of the series. I've never I'm like, what are you doing? To say, I haven't seen this much extraneous detail since the last time I read The Hobbit. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was literally watching. You know, I can Did understand. anything happen in the last seven minutes? Did anything happen? Yeah. Oh, my God. You can actually play the game in less time it takes for a move to happen. Yes, you do play the game. Yeah. It's a lot faster. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was, it's trying to be overdramatic. It's not that long. Especially when they're riding on motorcycles and dueling. I think they've got laughed the, laugh the thing about five times before they laid down their first Is that, that the ARV? Yeah. That's hysterical. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, I don't we think we see it, but by my estimate, they've lapped the arena about several times before they've laid down a fucking car. It explained it. It yeah. explained the whole thing. Yeah. That's hysterical. Okay, we were completely off guard yeah. here. Okay, let's get back to this. Yeah. All right, so um, I never explained that. And then <laughs> they dated a screenshot of Coach Riley being such a sarcastic little prick. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, Gordon, nice game. I enjoyed it thoroughly while popping a collar. <laughs> like, what? What are you doing? What up, trendy McPop collar? Like, okay, what? seriously, we have to take a screenshot of that, put it on Twitter, and have a caption contest. That's an amazing, amazing screenshot. Yeah. <laughs> I just paused it completely randomly. <laughs> That's amazing. I miss Lane Smith. Yes, he's great in this movie. He really is great in this movie. He was also great in Lois and Clark. I loved him in there. So, Gordon then turns to the team. Who, by the way, have been hanging out on the bed for no reason this entire time. I just wanted to get out of that. They they probably could have gone to the locker room, but they didn't. So, um, unless there's some rule where the coach has got to talk to you after every game. I don't know if that's a thing in this world. Oh, debriefing, probably. Sure. Well, in this world, you never know. Because we're in Minnesota, where I... I don't understand this whole league in this city. I don't understand. And I used to live in Garfield where they had football. And they're obsessed. But I don't understand. Another point is, why do all the games happen in this arena? This is the Hawks home arena. Yeah. That's another question I have. Like, I don't think it makes no sense to me. Like, I don't understand it. Like I said, I think logic was the last thing on their mind oh, yeah. about this. Well, they, they do better in the other movies, explaining yeah. those little yeah. things. But for this movie, I don't get it. Like, they explain that in other movies. Then again, you're expecting this, in a mo- expecting this in a movie directed by the guy who did Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Well, he does do the other movies, though. Like, yeah. he does all three. Yeah. So they do better in the other, yeah. especially in D2, where they explain, this is why we're in this building. This is why yeah. we're here. They explain all that in D2. Yeah. So maybe they realized from this movie they didn't explain it well, so they did better in the second movie. That might be what it is. I still can't believe that this man went, that man went from Bill and Ted to this, to the chaperone with it. Yeah. Triple H. <laughs> Yes, I know. I looked, I, looked, I looked at his IMDb. I was stunned when I went through it. It's not a bad movie. It's just you wonder how he goes 
went from something like that to a direct-to-video Triple H flick. Well, you paid for it. That's probably yeah. what happened. So, the team's arguing, and, and Gordon's... Okay, let's look at it from Gordon's perspective. Yeah. I get it. He's pissed. Yeah. This team's awful. And he didn't realize how bad they were until they went on the ice today. And I get it. And and they're not listening to him. And I get that, too. It's probably what the owner of the Washington Generals feels like every time they lose to the Globetrotters. Oh, well, that's different, though. That's a, that's a show. I have to show. But here, I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, currently on a 742-game losing streak. Okay, I'm going to be completely honest. Have you been to Hong Kong? I've been to Hong Kong games. You've been to Hong Kong yeah. games. It's a show. It's, I know. Oh, I it's, know. As, it's, as, it's as real as, as for wrestling results. You oh, know what I mean? It's the same thing. Oh, I know that. I'm just, just being yeah, a smart ass. It's the same thing. I, it's a joke. It's a whole show to yeah. it. But here, he's openly pissed. Like, he's legitimately pissed. And I get it. I yeah. complete, From the adult point of view, I get him being yeah. angry. 100%. I also get them being like, what? what, what why do we care? You're not really a coach. You're just yeah. here because you have to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Both sides have a point. Yeah, they have a valid point. But I do love the fact that um, Aberman always has that one-liner. Yeah. Where he thought... He said that Gordon says, you think losing is funny? And, and Averman comes out with, well, not at first, but once you get, once you get the hang of it. But <laughs> <laughs> always got the one-liner. It's like, okay, Man, thank there's you. a kid who knows how life is going to be. You're young. Big embarrassments are just ahead. Yeah, it's a really good line, though. There's one thing about this movie, and I've noticed this throughout. It's very well-written. Yeah. There is so many good moments in here writing-wise where it's yeah. like, Okay, that's a smart line. Even and, and at their age range, yeah. it makes sense for them to say it. You know yeah, what I mean? And even then, you start wondering, okay, what parts of these were ad-libbed? Yeah. Especially like later on in our five minutes, we'll get to in a minute. Yeah. But like, there's a lot of lines written where I'm like, you know, they're teenagers. Yeah. You know how a lot of times they're teenagers, but why would, why would they say that? Why yeah. would they say that? In this movie... They're using a big word, yeah. but then they look impressed that they pulled it off. I'm like, okay, that's the right way to do it. Oh. That's how you do it. You know what I mean? Unlike Dawson's Creek, where you have teenagers. Well, they started making fun of it. They started yeah. making fun of it on that show. Yeah. Openly making yeah, fun of it on that you, show. Where you have teenagers who do not act like actual teenagers. Well, well you'd be surprised. Well, they're far more articulate than actual yeah. teenagers. And, let, and you know what? Yeah. To their credit. They yeah. realized how ridiculous it was, and then by season two, they were making fun of it. Yeah. They were openly making fun of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I give them that. Yeah. They were self-aware of how ridiculous it was on that show. Yeah. But here, they openly say it. They have a look at it. It's like, oh, that's, an, that's a nice word for me. I just yeah. used it in a good word. Okay, yeah. okay cool. I get it. It's really yeah. cool. Like, I like that little detail that they put in the, in the speeches here. But this is literally a bunch of kids arguing with an adult, and you can understand both sides. You yeah. get it. From their point of view, he's just here. Yeah. But to Gordon, Gordon even says, you didn't listen to a word I said. I didn't keep your heads up. You put your heads down. I said, hustle, you went slower. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's crazy. I said, be great. You sucked. Yeah. I said, be decent. You looked awful. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes and says, why the hell won't you listen to me? And the response is, why the hell should we? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. And he goes and says, I don't care. You want to lose, fine. You're the one who looks like an idiot out there. And by the way, at this point in the movie, I, I, I've said this a lot. And you're the only person that said this too. Jesse Hall comes off as the captain of this team, yeah. even though he's not going to be at the end. Yeah. Like he comes off as the leader of this yeah. team. Like it's really funny how that happens in this movie. Because he's always the one that stands up to Gordon. He's always the one that like has the moment of like, well, okay. <laughs> 
Well, then again, he's played by what? Brandon Quinn and Anna? Yes, and he is yeah. probably the most experienced actor of the kids by far at this I, point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy stood up to. Excuse me, the kid stood up to the people under the stairs. I mean, of course he'd be. Mm-hmm. Of course you have the cojones to stand up to Emilio Estevez. Well, what I always say in this, in him, he came off Michael Jackson music videos, and they yeah. came into this movie, which yeah. did hell of a jump. <laughs> like, wow, the hell of a career. So, we were joking earlier. During this exact game, I got this episode, or last episode, the episode before, how there was a mysterious man in the crowd that will come up later, and then yeah. we find out later yeah. in this five minutes who it is. But here, we have Hans, who shows up, and I wrote in my notes, um, where are my notes here? Um, Gordon walks off, and he's a wise old man watching him from the Raptors. They seem to know each other. This may be important later. <laughs> Perhaps that should be flashed flashed at the bottom of the screen. Maybe important later. Maybe important later. Let's do that a lot. It's like, okay, we're going to show this person for no reason. This may be important later. This is the same thing with Fulton. Like, here's this guy standing in the stands. He may be important later. He may come up later. Well, Hans wasn't there just for Gordon. I mean, he was there for about the oh, $640 million in bearer bonds stashed in the vault. Well, he's there because apparently everybody knows him. Everybody knows him. Oh, wait, no. He doesn't look like Alan Rickman. Never mind. <laughs> wait, wrong, wrong, wrong movie. Wrong Hans. Wrong, wrong Hans. Yes, <laughs> wrong Hans. And Gordon goes outside. He tries to find Hans, and Hans is gone. Yeah. Like, completely in the middle. But my favorite part, if you listen closely to this sound in the background, there's a bunch of kids yelling, Hans, 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 in the background. I'm like, wow, that's pretty crazy. Whoever put that in there is pretty crazy. Yeah. It's a nice little dump yeah. in. I like that. Yeah. So, that's that. And then we cut to the, the kids. Well, we cut to the kids, yeah. grabbing Thor's Illustrated, some sort of issues out of a box. Well, of course, this is a Disney movie. They couldn't have Playboy. Well, look at that. What I appreciate about this yeah, movie, and we yeah. brought this up earlier, yeah. is they're letting the kids at times be kids. Yeah. Like, they let the kids be kids. They yeah. got a whole secret to be in the movie where they're stealing, they're, they're they're pretty much pranking somebody by putting dog, they put dog poop in a purse yeah. and put a dollar bill on it to prank somebody. Yeah. That was a whole bit in yeah. this movie. So here, they're boys, being boys, looking at the Burst Illustrated yeah. magazine. Of course that's what they yeah. do. Like, there's no, I don't see anything weird about this at all. See, so either they're watching scrambled porn. Yeah, but you can't show that in the movie. Yeah. But you can show them looking at the Bruce Illustrated swimsuit issue in the well, movie. Well, you can't technically get away with the scramble porn, but you have to make it... It's the sound. It's yeah. the sound issue. Yeah. The joke isn't there without the sound. Yeah. It's like an American Pie. Yeah. The joke is there because of the sound. Yeah. There is no joke without yeah. that. They did the same thing in Friends. Without the sound, there is no joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't do it. <laughs> but here, you can get away with this because there's no. There's, it's not a revealing cover. There's nothing you can get away with. And you can make the jokes you need to make yeah. without being explicit, which is nice. You know? They're very good about that in this movie. And, um, again, boys being boys. I, know, I did notice that the girls, the, uh, Connie is not here. Yeah. Connie's the only girl on the team at the time. She is not here for this yeah. sequence, which is very important to note. Because like, she would probably be offended by this if she was yeah. here. So, very nice yeah. to put that she's not in this scene. Yeah. So, Carp, Carp. <laughs> it's amazing because he goes and says the first look is free the next five minutes cost a buck a piece <laughs> what what the hell what kind of a deal are you running there Garb? what are you doing and then he would grow up to be Walter White <laughs> seriously what the hell kind of deal is that um yeah. so say yeah my porn habits do not go excuse me my excuse me I have never never paid more than 10 cents a peek for my porn porn habits <laughs> 2019, is anyone a think anymore? <laughs> Just go on Pornhub, is anyone a think anymore? But I do love Averman. Forget it, Carp, I can see this every day on MTV. Which is so true! Because this is the era of the spring break stuff. This is when the spring break stuff started and all that kind of stuff. And this is when this started. 
So, and music videos were worse in magazines at this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, here you got a bikini. With a music video, you got a wet t-shirt contest. True. But wasn't this the same? Wasn't this, I think it's in 92, 91, 92. Was this the time it was just over someone in the Aerosmith videos? I think, yeah. Yeah, and this is perfect. There you go. Like, think about it that way. That was going on on yeah. MTV. The swimsuit magazine did not seem that risque yeah. <laughs> at all compared to that. So, uh, it's, it's really funny. And then, of course, you have to have the your mom joke in here. You have to find a way to do your mom joke yeah. in this sequence because they're boys. So, uh, this one, this one's from Minnesota. Hey, it looks like your mom, and they run. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah so it looks like your mom. So, she makes several figures and travels the world. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> True. But I do love the fact that it's boys. they got to do this bit. You have to. You can't not do it. Yeah. So they're chasing. They're having some fun. They're it's, all laughing. It's kind of some unwritten law that law that you have to have a your mom joke in yeah, here at some point. It, it, it was the nineties. Yeah. I, I, the 90s, like the home of the your mom yeah. jokes. For didn't they, didn't they make a your mama so your mama television show? Yeah. Didn't they do that? I I don't know. I think. Wilbur Rubber Wilbur Rubber host hosted the show called Your Mama. That the entire concept of the show was your mama jokes. That was the whole show. That was a thing that happened. Wow. Wow. I, I, I think you actually got punished if you didn't include a Your Mama joke in a kid's movie. It might be. It might absolutely. I'm going to look at this up for I remember that show happening. I don't remember what year it was. Yeah. Because it was post-S70 show. Yeah. I just don't remember, like, what. It had to be in the 2000s when that show happened. Yeah. But it was such a stupid concept. Oh, here it is. Um, here it is. Your Mama is a, it was a television show on MTV hosted by Wilmer Bamara. <laughs> <laughs> and it only lasted from April 2006 to December 2007, and the entire show was based around your mama jokes. That was the whole show. Are they about, if I think about, oh, 15 years out of date for that? It's actually a season actually lasted 64 episodes. The show lasted 64 episodes over three seasons. I, I have no word. <laughs> and a, I also what? can't. I'm sorry, can't. I'm just reading it. And in conjunction with MTV, this, yeah. is, this is a thing that happened. The Yo Mama online network at YoMama.tv. <laughs> Wow. I'm not making this up. I, it's I, right there. So. <laughs> oh, great. So we have a show about your mama jokes hosted by Handy Manny. You know, actually, at the time, hosted by Fez. This is pre I'm sorry, I can't hear his voice now, voice now without picturing him. Every time I hear him speak, I keep picturing Handy Manny speaking. Well, at least on that 70 show, he has the accent, so you can't yeah. do that on that show. Oh, my God. But, no, it's very funny, because this is between the Assembly Show and Andy Manny, this yeah. show happened. Oh, so, oh my God. <laughs> this is the weirdness of MTV. This is, this is when they were still in music videos, people. This is before they went to the reality TV route they yeah. have now. I was going to say, back in my day. Well, I mean, there's only two MTV. <laughs> this is before TRL. This yeah. is pre-TRL. So, pre-TRL didn't happen until I was in high school. So, this is pre-TRL. This is just pure MTV music videos at this time. And ah, like, before the yo, ma, ma, yo there's the, all the um, DJs actually had their own shows to play videos. Yeah. That was the whole point of MTV at the time. This is before your music video was randomly interrupted with some obnoxious screaming teenager. There's not a single video on MTV anymore. Man. There's not. It's not a joke. I've yeah. turned on, I've turned on the, I've gone to the stations. VH1 at least on the weekends, they'll play videos, like have their countdown traditionally yeah. on the weekends. There's no music videos on MTV. Zero. Well, Except the music video awards. There's well, nothing. Well, of course, everybody just wants to see wants to see the antics of several stupid people from New Jersey. Well, that doesn't really exist anymore that much anymore. They're more in reruns. It's more now the Teen Mom shows. Those Why? Are that's a thing now. That's Why thing. are we glorifying this? Yeah, that's the thing. No, so. This is about as stupid as the show is on. I think the TLC, I didn't know I was pregnant. How the fuck can you not know you're pregnant? Odd point. 
Wait. What well, actually, also, this is my sister. I got pregnant with her third kid and thought it was a, and thought it was a gas and went to the doctor to check on her stomach pain and ended up being pregnant. That's a joke. That's the truth. That's the truth. True story. What the <laughs> fuck? True story. Well, let's see. My belly's swelling, and I feel something kicking in there. I've been throwing up every morning, but I'm sure it's just gas. Oh, well, it was early pregnancy. Yeah. But still, I got it. That's just funny, though. Look at that. For fuck's sake. How can you not be aware that you're pregnant until you deliver? That's weird. That's a weird one. Are you fucking stupid? I just gain weight and not know why? Like, what's the reason here? Are you to pee? Oh my god. So, Alright, let's get back to this because we've been off the track. We've been just... off the track of your mama jokes and suddenly we're yeah. on TV making fun of teen mom stuff. I don't know how we got here. Alright, um, where were we? Okay, man. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 we're at the banks. Oh, the, yeah. ba- the banks and the hawks show up. That's right. The banks and a couple of hawks, they skate up on rollerblades, looking all cool on their rollerblades. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that won't look so cool in about a decade. See, I can't make fun of rollerblades because CJ has a pair now, so yeah. I can only make fun of them because he has a pair. <laughs> but, um,. He grabs a copy of the Sports Illustrated from Carp, and he starts making fun of them, which is hysterical. This is an hysterical conversation, because yeah. they're making fun of boys yeah. for having Sports Illustrated. Like, wait, why? what are we doing this for? It doesn't make any sense what we're doing here. Because if they were older, I would use that line from the cinema stop. They then went home and fucked each other, because they're toad street, you see. <laughs> oh, man. This is the most, most cursing. It's both of us. <laughs> this is what happens when you have to co-host some clerks minute and do a show together. This is what happens. And by the way, am I, am I the only one who thinks that Banks will be the poster child for peaked in high school. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, technically, D five is placed in college. Yeah. So technically, so well, in this universe, D yeah. five is based in college. D five. D three. I mean, D three yeah. is based in college. This is D five. D three is based in college. Yeah. So that could be it. That's yeah. a different thing. Yeah. We'll get to that in two years. Not right by the right now. And also, why why should we listen to you? You're just here. I mean, the only reason you'll do D three is because you wanted to get a movie you wanted funded. I enjoyed D3, though. Yeah. I do enjoy that movie. But not as much as D2. D2 is yeah. my favorite of three, by far. Yeah. But anyway, back to this. Yeah. The um, the three of them skate up and take the magazine, and they go back and forth. But I do love the fact that, does your mommy know you have this? Nah, she's busy with the mailman, which is a great oh. line. Great comeback. That's a great comeback. How do we know it's just a comeback? Well, the best part is, like, the, 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 the deeper joke would be here is one of their kid, one of their fathers is the mailman. <laughs> the deeper joke. That would be a great comeback joke. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Like, if this is nowadays, that would totally be, like, one of the reactions, like, that's my dad. <laughs> that would be now. That, that joke was now. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> So, they missed the opportunity with the yeah. good one-liner back. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They missed the opportunity yeah. there. Um, and they go back and forth. They, did, they, did they just make masturbation jokes? Like in a kid's movie? I think, yeah. They said bathroom reading. They actually said bathroom reading. And it's in a Disney movie, too. Oh, and then what was the other line? Um, you don't even know what to do with it. Yeah. Wow. They made masturbation jokes okay. in a Disney movie. I okay. give them credit. Okay. Let's demonstrate how to use a magazine. This is a visual guy nobody can see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bas- yeah, basically, open up, turn page, look at pictures, repeat until end of magazine. I just cannot believe that they found a way, subtly, very subtly, to make masturbation jokes in a Disney movie <laughs> without anyone noticing. If you're not paying attention, it goes over kids' heads. It really does go over kids' heads. Uh, but but it's there. Uh, <laughs> but don't worry, the easily offended brigade these days would actually oh, yeah. be all over There's it. There's no way these lines would survive now. There's no way in hell that this would survive now. Because it would warp their kids' fragile little minds. Oh, grow up. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that's... 
That's a great. I never caught that until actually just now when I was listening. I was like, wow, they really said those lines. Like, wow, well, they went they went there. Yeah. We went there. Okay, cool. That's just here's an idea. Just leave the lines alone. I mean, it's like, it's not like it, they'll, they'll just pick it up years later. Like, wow, I didn't, never got with the, the Muppet Christmas Carol, Carol, Jacob and Robert Marley. Bob, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, there's a lot of, like, things like that in Disney movies, like, in in this era. Like, a lot of the Disney, the Disney Renaissance movies. Most of Aladdin. Most of Aladdin. Most of the genie's jokes in Aladdin. Don't make any sense if you're a kid. Like, most of them make no sense. But as you get older, that movie is funnier and funnier every time you watch it, because you get the jokes more. <laughs> I miss Robin. Yeah, I do miss Robin Williams. But my point is, though, because Robin Williams was ahead of his time, yeah. that movie... It's so much funnier now as adults than even when the kid. The movie was so much fun to the kid. Well, let's you know? put it this way: without Robin Williams, the entirety of DreamWorks animation would not exist. Touche, <laughs> absolutely true. Because his sense of humor is what led to DreamWorks. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely true. A lot. If a lot of didn't happen the way it did, there's no way we had Trek. There's no way. <laughs> Just, and if Toy Story happened the way the Katzenberg wanted it to, the Disney there would be no Pixar. Wait, what do you mean? I don't know the story. That Black Monday. Uh, it's because they had a basically Katzenberg wanted to be more adult oriented. You know, they made Woody and Woody into a jerk ass, that sort of thing. And well, then he's they, kind of a jerk, though. He is kind of well, a jerk in that movie. Because well, even more so. At least with at least in Toy Story, he's a jerk that you can actually kind of understand. Oh yeah, yeah, you understand his point of view at least. But here, yeah, yeah, yeah. this they made Woody into a jerk from the beginning. Oh, okay, so he was never the leader. He wasn't the leader that was oh, being no. taken yeah. over. Yeah. Oh no, okay. he was the leader. Who had everybody under his under his thumb. Oh, okay, so he was a stricter leader than he was um, in this movie. What you're yeah. saying is okay. All right, yeah. all right, all right. And then they tr- then they did the demo for uh, demo for Roy Disney and oh, yeah, yeah, it went over like a fart in church. I just can't imagine Tom Hanks being mean. Was yeah, Tom Hanks I playing Woody at the time? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, yet. I did just think I just can't imagine that at all. Because basically, if you basically if you remember that promotion that uh, test footage they had with a. Uh, Buzz's Tempest from Morphe tricks him into going off the wall there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, Andy loves toys he can fight. That was Woody's personality in the original. Oh. That was Woody's personality that Jeffrey Katzenberg wanted. Wow, that's basically, interesting. Basically that malicious jerk thing. And that would never work. Yeah. No way that would have worked. Yeah. No, because you need to turn. Yeah. You kind of need yeah. him to be a good yeah. guy and then the turn to be jealous. In order yeah. that all to work. You yeah, so I mean? yeah, Katz- so yeah, after that, Katzenberg's thing got thrown out and they went back to the original, which is what... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was just like, wait a minute, that movie doesn't work unless he's a great guy at the beginning and then be jealous. That's the whole point of that movie. Yeah. You know I mean, it doesn't work without that. Yeah. Thank God look, look at us. Look at us talking about it. Because Pixar movies are so like three dimensional. Like there's so much detail put into those movies. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's also one of many questionable decisions. Decisions like why did I think cut out part of your world or something? If I remember correctly, he wanted to cut out a line, cut out a song from The Little Mermaid. I can't remember which one. I'd look that up. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, he had his way with uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol, where they cut out uh, "When Love Is Gone." Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Basically, in the theatrical cut, it's gone. God, hence why if you have like the special edition DVD, the two-sided one, where you have widescreen and full screen, you have the song as the ex- and the extended full screen version because that was put in the home video release. Okay. But the widescreen version, as they sourced it from the theatrical print, doesn't have it. Okay. Well, at least you have there's both copies out there. Yeah. That's a good yeah. thing. At least there's both copies. Yeah. All right. So we cut back, and Banks, the smug look on Banks' face as I pause it here is amazing. Because knowing what he's going to be doing later in this movie is pretty impressive. But uh, actually, you need this scene, really, for Banks. Because yeah. you need him to be a jerk yeah. to them here. You really need yeah. this. So it actually acts for later on. There's one thing on this movie, like I said, well written. 
They pay off a lot of stuff later. They do a great job paying off a lot of things early in this movie where it's like, okay, we're going to do this, and then later on, you're going to remember this, and it's going to pay off. Like, they're actually, they, they trusted that kids would remember stuff yeah. in this movie. They trusted the kids. We're like, we know you're paying attention, and we know you're going to trust that you pay attention to this. And later on in the movie, you don't understand why. And now, don't kids' movies pretty much assume that they have the idea, uh, the IQ of a goldfish? Depends on the movie. I haven't seen Spider-Man Into the Universe yet, yeah. but apparently that was such a well-done movie because yeah. it wasn't just for kids. And the same thing with the Lego and movie. The movie. Lego movies are different, too. They're it's in different worlds. It's basically the poorly done kids' movies basically treat them like they have the IQ of a goldfish. It looks like that would be... What, the, what is that movie? I saw the preview right before um, before fighting with my family. It uh. was... Uh, what the hell was the trailer? Uh-uh. The one with the, one with the um, roller coaster... Uh, what the hell oh, that movie? Oh, uh, um, I think it was like... Uh, Animal Park or something? Something like that. It was. Yeah. It looks like that's a typical kid movie. But I think I'm well, only Nickelodeon Studios. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Well, that, again, that makes sense. Well, no, it's okay. Sony Pictures Animation, more like... More well, like. it was also Nickelodeon Studios associated with it, too. Well, three words describe Sony Pictures Animation. The Emoji Movie. Touche. I give you that one. We'll move on. <laughs> they see, um, this, the poor car gets thrown into a trash pile. When I do know the fact that... They call him Wuss Breath, which yeah. is an awful, awful insult, by the way. An awful insult. I don't Wuss even know what it means. Wuss Breath. I don't even know if that's a real... I don't even know what the hell that means. But <laughs> that sounds like someone desperately trying to come up with an insult. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. They call him Wuss Breath. And I love the fact that he said, they're not going to let him call him Wuss Breath. And he like, turned into the Hulk. He like, just all pissed off. Like, and they just throw it to a freaking track <laughs> Like, wait a minute. Okay, that didn't work. Yeah. That did not work yeah. at all. I mean... Seriously, seriously. What's breath? <laughs> Beavis and Butthead would condemn you for that. Condemn you for that insult. <laughs> insult for being terrible. And I'm like, we've had better ones in this movie. Like yeah. what's breath? Maybe the worst one in this yeah. entire movie. Like, I mean, by far the no worst. Fart knocker. He has some really good ones no in this fart movie. Fart knocker, ass munch. Well, they can't say ass munch in this well, movie, but okay, yeah. butt munch. You can get away with. I think they made fart jokes in this movie yeah. already, so they can get away with that one. You know what I mean? They can do that in this movie. Shut up, asswipe. So anyway. He gets thrown in, and the other, the Jackson District 5 is trying to stand up to them. By the way, how weak do they look when there's like seven or eight of them, and there's only three hawks, yeah. and they can't stand up to them? How weak do they look at this moment? Then it takes Fulton to show up. We don't know his name yet, yeah. but he shows up, and he's, he picks them up and throws them over on top of Carp. Like, oh, Carp! He's laying in this house, and all of the three of them are on top of him. Yeah, Fulton, a.k.a. a.k.a. Fulton, a.k.a. Fun Size Richard Keel. Yes, but I do love, by the way, though, I was noticing this when I was watching it back. The, he's he's walking slowly, and his dramatic music going out of the background. Here mention, comes the hero! The hero is here! Not to, not to mention the deep, thundering footsteps that would <laughs> normally normally indicate the arrival of Godzilla. Yeah, it was just a really amazing moment. It's like, he's, he's dramatic. We're going to make this overly dramatic. <laughs> and... He throws them, the three of them, even though he only picked up two of them, he throws up all three of them into carp, for carp, yeah. into the trash, and then, he doesn't say a word, he just growls at them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, what was that move? <laughs> so dramatic. And then they run off, terrified. Carp is still in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> run off, terrified. Terrified, their pants and crappened. He doesn't help Carp up. <laughs> yeah. help Carp. That would have been a good point. Didn't he help Carp up and then walked away? Well, of <laughs> like, course, he would have then thrown him into the other wall. Well, no, but like he's coming to help them. Yeah. Once you help Carp up, you don't have to say anything. Yeah. You don't have to say anything at all. Just help him up and walk away. Oh, you know I mean? Oops. <laughs> so we back to the ice. And okay, as a hockey fan, this whole sequence is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is so ridiculous. 
Yeah. I'm so glad the movie goes. This is like the low point of this movie, but I understand the point. It is the low point of this movie, but it goes up from here. Thank God, because <laughs> this is terrible. Well, isn't all this basically coinciding with the duck's lowest point? Oh, they're ducks yet. They're not ducks yet. They're District Five. Okay, well, that. okay, District Five's lowest point. It is. This is by far the worst they do. They learn how to take dives in practice. What? Boy, that's a sentence that sounds that sounds even worse than it should be. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. <laughs> they learned how to take dives. <laughs> in practice. Yeah. Whoa, look at the they're, they're taking dives in practice. Yeah. Like, what is that? Well, Gordon's got... I was going to say, well, Gordon has to pay off Jimmy the hat somehow. <laughs> and um, he goes and says, if you're going to cheat, you're going to have to make these balls look real. Yeah. What? <laughs> What? This is real. This this really does hurt. And then, he, then and then you have this mantra: take the fall, actor, get indignant. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> and Miss um, yes, Connie's back, by the way. <laughs> take the fall, actor, get indignant. Don't they teach that in wrestling school? No. <laughs> oh man, so. We cut back, and he said, good, you guys are ready. And the next thing we see is Goldberg taking a dive while letting it go in. <laughs> it's an hysterical moment. Well, hey, he was following Gordon's advice. Take the fall, act indignant. <laughs> it's just so funny. And then he gets to the ref stage. There's no one near him. Like, it's so over the top. He gets to the ref stage. He has also the referee. Like, it's like, what are you doing, Goldberg? What are you doing? He's doing exactly what you asked. <laughs> Pretty much. And then Gordon pretty much says, Goldberg, you don't take the fall while they're shooting at you. <laughs> um, I was going to say, 90 mile an hour bucks. <laughs> bucks. Yeah, that's the perfect time to take the fall. And then he goes and says, oh, I guess you didn't explain that very well, did you? What a, <laughs> what a great comment back. Like, this is, this is, I love this team because they don't care. You just, love the fact that the kids are smarter than the adults here. And they're smart asses. And, and they openly are smart asses, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. So, he did that, and the referee now at that point are odd to them, which I love the fact yeah. that the referee is smarter than them. Like, yeah. he's, like Gordon Dick, he's not smarter than the refs, but the refs realize that they're smart. They yeah. know this game. And he comes up with them and pretty much gets on their case. And he says, you take one more one more dive, I'm, I'm, I'm forfeiting to the Jets. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that'll be convenient for them. They've got a game against the Sharks in about a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are there would be a time in this universe in some universe alternate universe of this movie there is a jerk shit right there's got to be a jerk shark sharks jets rivalry yeah. somewhere in this hockey yeah. world you know the way this still there's got to be a shark team just to do the few for no reason yeah. because you can <laughs> and you should say and even better one of the teams has got to come into i feel pretty <laughs> they have to play the, the music from like the um right before the right before the right before the um what the hell am I thinking of? Right before the brawl, where they have like the, <laughs> the Jets are gonna have their way. I don't think what's before that. <laughs> I'll have to play that right here. Why I? I want to play that for the people that don't know the joke. Here you go. For our younger audience, they don't think of the joke. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine modern day gangsters doing exactly that. <laughs> I, you know, I rewatched West Side Story recently because it's on Netflix now. They put it on Netflix. I'm like, of course I'm gonna watch Side Story. It's on Netflix. Let me watch something. This is such a movie that would never work now. Yeah. And, and the amazing, it's one of the best, it's the best music movie of all time. But the funny part is, there's no way in hell this movie's being made now the way they made it in 1964. Okay. There's no way. It is so slow. 
There's like it's just, Well, no, nowadays it'd have to be MTV style editing and basically be done like a hip hop video. No, like Greatest Showman. That was a fantastic musical. My point with the rest of that story is there's literally a four minute overture. Like that would never happen now. Like that stuff would never happen now. And I appreciate there's it a, now looking back. There's a lot of movies that actually have an overture. In oh, movie. I agree with you. Like they cut the intermission out on Netflix because you don't need it. You don't need it on Netflix. There's an intermission on the DVD yeah. set. Like there's a lot of that they would never probably, happen they now. probably included just for completeness' sake. Oh yeah, exactly. They do the same thing with Newsies on. Oh, well, funny part is, they don't have the intermission for West Side Story. But if you watch Newsies, the Broadway show on Netflix, the intermission's there. Yeah. Well, they probably really couldn't cut that out, I'm guessing. Well, they could have, but they didn't do it. And on the Rent DVD, yeah. Rent and Broadway DVD, they have the intermission on there, yeah. too. So, there you go. So, anyway, because of the bench, all the games going on, I love the fact that when the other Hall brother is hitting, is, is botching Garp in the head. <laughs> Garp getting so much abuse in these five minutes. <laughs> it's hysterical. So... You cut back to the ice, and um, Con and Charlie is starting to get pressed up against the boards, and doesn't really do anything. They're just hitting each other. We hit the whistle. We go to face off, and Gordon calls Charlie over to the bench. And I, I okay, that's the best part about this era of these movies is it's not meant to be dramatic because Josh Jackson is not a big deal yet. Yeah. But it's like you look back now, and a very young Josh Jackson did come to tell him in this case. Yeah, in the bench. In D two, this moment's like a big deal with dramatic music, and this movie's in a throwaway moment. <laughs> and that's where we end our minutes. Like, as I said to you, so much happens in five minutes in this movie. So much happens. So looking back, what do you think of the? I'm looking at this part of the movie. It's been a long time since you watched I, it. I gotta watch it again. Okay, it it really is. This is this, yeah. this is by far. This is a great movie. I didn't realize how great the first movie was. I forgot how yeah. great it was. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Until we got like the six thousand imitators. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, until we got the six thousand imitators for this movie. Yeah, it is that era of all the kids' sports movies. Although I have no problem with something like that unless it, if it's done well. I mean, like, say, Little Giants. And you know, I, that's like the third time that movie's been brought up so yeah. far. Because people love that movie. Unless people do love that movie. Like, unless it's done horribly, like, say, any recent direct-to-video movie, you will be doing this exact same plot. What movie is that? Any of them. Oh, is there, is there another one? Is there one recently? I don't know. I, I, I don't pay attention. I, I don't mean Blasphemy. I don't, I don't pay attention to kids' sports movies anymore. Yeah. So, because CJ's not really into sports right now, so I haven't gotten into sports movies yet. So, he will be when he gets yeah. older, probably, but right now, we haven't gotten into them yet. So, well, look at it this way it's better than Slapshot 2, mainly because it doesn't mainly because it doesn't have Stephen Baldwin. Very true. So, that is this episode, and this was a lot of fun. Um, I'll give you, I'll give the plugs for you here because we're together. We do our shows together. Yeah. Um, we did Clerks Minute together, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. We did the first, we did the two Clerks movies, and we also did the Clerks Minute Beyond, which covered the animated series and other stuff we did. Yeah. We are coming back in September for Boy Meets Retrocast Season 3, which, people, if you haven't listened to the Retrocast, our whole run's over there. Take a look at it. Binge it. Go listen to us. Catch up with us. Catch up. It's a lot of fun over there. We have a lot of good fun. And, um, so, that's that. Um, anywhere else they can find you, maybe on Twitter, where they can find you. I'm H Hudson Hawk FIM. And you don't really use Twitter much, but yeah. it's where people can find you. All right, as for this show, we are part of the Rolling Boy Podcast Network. You obviously can hear it every single Friday. Right after this, go listen to the Blake and Style Show. We were in the middle of a big-time wrestling, wrestling time period. So, go over there and listen to that. Also, we're heading into con season over on the Blake and South Show. So keep an eye on that. Um, 
Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next as I have um Aaron Becker from the Barenaked ABCs come on and talk about the next five minutes of this movie. So come join us, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Till then, thank you, Kyle, for coming on the show. It was a lot of fun. Right. Yeah, it was no always problem. fun working with you. Yeah, no and as for everyone listening, thank you all for listening. Have a good day, everybody. See you next week. And when everyone says it can't be done, ducks fly together.